Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. What impact can common believers have? How is the Word of God to spread? Today on Drawing Near, Paul testifies to the faithfulness of the Thessalonians and how their faithfulness spread to others. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and study Faith Gone Forth. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, as we come before you today, thankful for this day that you've blessed us with. Thank you for the opportunities to serve you and to put our faith in you and to share our faith with others. There's more than one way to share our faith. But before we can share our faith, we must have faith in you. And faith in you requires living by faith. So, Father, teach us from your word today these precious truths. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In this first chapter of 1 Thessalonians, Paul has been sharing with the Thessalonians why he is thankful for them and sharing his knowledge of their faith in Jesus Christ. He says, You became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit. He's talking about, in verse 6, how they had been persecuted for the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they had endured it. They received the word, and they believed, even though it was going to cost them, and they did this with the joy of the Holy Spirit. And by doing this, they became examples to other believers in Macedonia and Achaia. Well, today in verse 8, we begin reading, For from you the word of the Lord has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Because of their faithfulness to the Lord Jesus Christ and embracing the gospel, even though they were going to suffer for it, their faith, that testimony, went out to others. Sometimes when we talk about sharing our faith, we think we're simply talking about telling other people the gospel. But the truth of the matter is, you can be disobedient to God, you can be unfaithful to God, and still share the gospel with other people. Now, that's difficult for us to comprehend, but I see it all the time. I see people who aren't faithful to church, who aren't faithful in serving the Lord, who do not understand the truths of God's word, who do not walk by faith faithfully, and still they share the gospel. They still tell people about Jesus. Now, they don't live for Jesus boldly, but they tell other people about Jesus. We know this takes place. When we think of sharing our faith, we need to understand we must have faith in God and live by faith. And as we live by faith, whether it's dealing with sickness, or heartache, or loss, or suffering persecution, whatever it is, when we live by faith for God in the midst of the consequences and difficulties of life, that faith is visible to other people. That faith is important. And we need to back up the sharing of the gospel with the living of the gospel from day to day. We need to watch our tongue. We need to watch our thoughts. We need to hold our temper. We need to be patient and loving and kind with one another. This is critical when it comes to sharing our faith. 
it's easy to live for Jesus when we don't have to live like Jesus. But we're supposed to live like Jesus under the leadership of the Holy Spirit with the joy of the Holy Spirit, regardless of the circumstances of our life. Now, it's not easy. And that's why Paul is praising the Thessalonians. In the midst of persecution and suffering and loss, they had endured, they had received the word, and they had done so with joy. And now they were a marvelous example and testimony to others. The word of the Lord had gone forth from them, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but Paul says, also in every place. He says again, your faith toward God has gone out so that we do not need to say anything. Now, when Paul says so that we do not need to say anything, he's not saying so that we don't need to tell anybody the gospel. He doesn't need to tell anybody about the Thessalonians, nor does he need to tell anybody about their faithful witness to the Thessalonians. Notice what it says in verse 9. For they themselves, your works, your faith, declare concerning us what manner of entry we had to you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Paul says, the way you live declares to other people how you received the gospel that we shared, how you received us, what kind of entry we had to you. Not only did they endure hardship, but they turned to God from idols. They turned to God from their former worship. Now, it's one thing for people to trust in Jesus Christ when they really don't have a faith. But when they believe in something with all of their heart, and then they turn to God by faith in Jesus Christ, that's an amazing testimony. People get entrenched in their convictions and their beliefs. And sometimes we hang on to wrong beliefs just because we're too stubborn or too entrenched in them to see the light. But the Thessalonians had turned to the, as Paul says, the living and true God. They serve the living and true God. Idols are dead. Idols do not have life in them, and idols are false. But the God who we serve through faith in Jesus Christ is the living God, and he is the true God. And then in verse 10, he says, Not only have you turned from idols to serve the living and true God, but also to wait for his son from heaven. Jesus Christ is coming back from heaven. He ascended in the clouds. He's coming back in the clouds. Every eye is going to see him. And we are waiting for that return. We do not just simply sit and relax and wait. We are working waiting. <laughs> we are working for Jesus Christ while we look forward to his return. We are faithful stewards of the gospel, faithful stewards of our faith and the word of God, faithful in all of our responsibilities because we know Jesus is going to return, and so we're faithful while we're waiting for him to return from heaven. And this living and true God, according to the second part of verse 10, he raised from the dead. Not only is God living and true, but Jesus, who died on the cross and was buried he resurrected from the dead. He is living and true as well. And it is this Jesus, the last part of verse 10, who delivers us from the wrath to come. If we all got what we deserve, we would get hell. We would get eternal condemnation, torment. That's what we deserve because of our sin. 
Now, we may not feel that that's true, but the Bible says it's true. God, who is just and true, says that it's true. And Jesus dies on the cross. He's coming back for us, and he is the one who delivers us from the wrath to come. We will not have to suffer the wrath of God. Why? Because we're good Christians? No. Because we're faithful Christians? No. Because we suffer for Christ? No. But because Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sins, and he atones for our sins through his suffering, and he delivers us from the wrath to come. What a blessing. If you need encouragement today to go forth boldly and confidently, this is it. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. It doesn't matter what others say or do. You do the best you can to walk by faith, to know the truth, to live by the truth, to live out the love and faithfulness of Jesus Christ under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, to walk in the Spirit and not gratify the desires of the flesh, knowing that Jesus Christ is coming back, knowing that you serve the living and true God by faith, and knowing that you have been delivered from the wrath to come. What a marvelous encouragement to share our faith by the way we live, by the way we talk, by the way we share the gospel. We have a marvelous way of sharing the gospel because we have confidence in Jesus and we know that Jesus delivers from the wrath to come. And that's the message we need to declare to others. And that's the message we need to declare to ourselves as we begin each new day and go forward in faith in Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for this first letter of encouragement to the Thessalonians, and I pray that it's an encouragement to you as it is to me. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this passage. And Father, we pray that you would help us to be faithful, to see the faithfulness of others and allow that to encourage us, to strengthen us, and to see the truth of your word, that faith in you can overcome this world's adversities, whatever they are. And that faith in you tells us that these difficulties in this life are temporary. Life is not going to get better for the Christian. It's going to become perfect. As we go to heaven, it's going to become perfect. Help us to know that. Help us to embrace that. Help us also to be thankful that we are delivered from the wrath to come and that we serve the living and true God who sees, loves, knows, and draws near to us. We thank you for this truth. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us.